0: Welcome back Hello. to Europhile. <laughs> My name is Katherine Rory.
1: And I'm Kate Walker. <laughs> How's your week going, Kate? I just watched the cutest film on Netflix. Ooh, what? That's darling. I know we're, we're recommending things and everything, but I just wanted to talk about it because it's so darling. And it's called <laughs> Enola Holmes, and it's with Millie Bobby Brown, who is British. Yes. Okay. And Henry Cavill. And I always forget this actor's name. I think his name is Sam Claflin. Mhm. Yeah. So cute. From what is that one movie that he was in? That
0: Love Rosie.
1: Yes. That... But that's, <laughs> that's not right. the movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. Even I'm like I'm so. It's so, so cute. It. <laughs> um. No. It's the movie with. Is it Amelia? clark is that her name and yes. it's devastating like rip out your soul kind of really? sad what is oh, it I called Ugh, whatever i'll just figure it out anyway yeah. millie bobby brown is just so cute and it's <laughs> feminist without being i am woman Try hear hard. me roar which like nothing wrong with that but like sometimes it's like it just feels contrived like she's just yeah a girl living your life And kicking ass. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I love
0: her. (laughs) Yeah, sign me up. I've been dying for just a mystery period piece because I feel like I've seen them all. Yes. great. I probably will watch this later.
1: And I feel creepy, and I probably should have researched this before. But the the guy in it is definitely someone who who I would have had a crush on when I was 16. Like, he had the floppy British hair. Cute. And just, like, the... He kisses her hand at one point and I was like, "All right, this is unhealthy. I really hope he is legal."
0: <laughs> okay, I really need
1: to watch it. Yeah, so that's fun. my fun thing that just happened this weekend. Ooh, what about you, Kate? What a Anything weekend new? Do we have a new little addition <laughs> to yes, your sisters' <laughs> hand? <laughs> Sorry, you can't Claire. see Kate, but she's like wiggling her hand around. <laughs> Um, yes, my hair is newly engaged. Hi so Claire, happy. congratulations. We love you. We love you. We love Andy. Yes. Oh, just the two so best people. So happy for you guys. So we
0: just had, you know, just us outside in the backyard celebrating and drinking champagne yesterday and we are kind mm-hmm. of feeling it today, but <laughs> it was worth it and it was so fun. Mm-hmm. So we're so happy I, when she called and FaceTimed me screaming, she was engaged. I started mm-hmm. to cry like a toddler. I like immediately <laughs> broke down into. I was just like both hands over my eyes just <laughs> crying because like I couldn't take it. It was really cute. Aww. We've been waiting a while for this.
1: Yeah. So
0: such good news. That's so exciting.
1: Cat, <laughs> you have the main topic today.
0: Yes, I do. Do you want to
1: get into it? Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm sure you're familiar with her, but maybe it's been a while since you were visited. Today,
1: what our country, country
0: is yeah. Austria. Okay. I have never been to Austria, and I am, I am of Austrian I descent, awesome. and mm-hmm. I am dying. I would love to go there. I had friends mm-hmm. who studied abroad in Vienna, and I never visited, which I greatly gr- regret.
1: Mm-hmm. But I know
0: I'll go someday. So today I'm, I'm talking about Austrian-born Hollywood actress turned inventor <gasps> Hedy Lamar.
1: Oh, okay, thank you. Yes. Love it.
0: It was really fun diving back into this because mm-hmm. she lived a crazy roller coaster mm-hmm. of a life was painfully beautiful. Like everyone look her up right now and look at her face. We'll, we'll share it
1: on the like yes. uh, a yeah, post. Yeah. We'll share
0: it. Mm-hmm. for sure just like she was called the most beautiful girl to ever live basically and she wow. was the inspiration for snow white and the original Catwoman, which i didn't know oh, that's, so that's cute that's fun and without her we would not have cell phones wi-fi bluetooth or gps wow so like fucking brilliant thank you hedy yes so let's dive into hedy lamar
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She was born Hedwig Eva Maria Kiesler on November 9th, 1914 in Vienna, Austria, to Austrian and German Jewish parents. So she was acting on stage in Vienna, starting as a teen, before landing the role of Eva in this movie called Ecstasy and I, she was 17 at the time and it is the first or if not one of the first graphic sex scenes in a film so My that God. was really fun I need to, to watch. watch this yeah <laughs> i mean like you know 1920 is graphic but still yeah. in the sex scene you can kind of just see her like naked shoulders neck and head mm-hmm. and what you don't see is off screen the director was pricking her ass with safety pins <gasps> To make her, like, create the facial expressions that he was going for. Literally sticking her with pins. Wow. She was 17. She's like, I don't really know what this, what you expect of me here, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> So it, this movie was denounced by the Pope. It was banned okay. in a ton of places. And that's
1: when you know it's good. It's good and yeah. juicy.
0: Yeah. So at the eight, two years later, I think that kind of like pushed her into stardom, but people kind of saw her as a scandalous, risque woman. So two years later, she got married to a horrible piece of trash called, his (laughs) name was Fritz Mandel. And he was this like Austrian fascist armaments manufacturer crazy wealthy. They had a country house with 20 something guest bedrooms and Mussolini visited cuz he obviously mm. fascist. I know.
1: Yeah.
0: And just cra- like this guy was a piece of work. He kept her in their home in what she called the prison of gold because it was beautiful but she was so bored and he was so controlling. He wouldn't leave let her leave the house alone. Closed all of her accounts. She had no access to her accounts. He gave her a meager allowance he would keep all of her jewelry in his safe so she had no access to it Mm -hmm. he would record her without her knowing just uh, horrible and Mm -hmm. you know she was looking forward to like this quiet life of marriage and after being a few years in the limelight she was kind of over it clearly this is not the situation you want to be in and he even tried to buy all film reels of ecstasy to keep no one from seeing it ever again but of course that just made people want it more yeah yeah But however, she did learn a lot from all of these guys that she had at her house talking about weapons and technologies used for war, which would later influence her in life. But so she finally decided to flee this marriage. When he was away for work, she drugged a maid's tea and she put on the maid's uniform, grabbed, you know, a couple pieces of jewelry she managed Mm -hmm. to hide from him. Biked wow. to the train station and got on a train to Paris. Wow. Like, bounced, which is so cool. I was, when I was yeah. reading about this, I was like, this is sounds like a movie. Yeah. Crazy. And then, <sighs> so she got to Paris and she got a telegram from another maid that said, they know where you are. He's coming. Then okay. she gets on a train from Paris to Calais up in northern France, yes. hops on a boat to London okay. and is like,
1: Oh, get out of there
0: yeah crazy yeah. she's like 20 years old mm-hmm. it was in london where the next stage of her life begins okay and she meets louis b Mayer of okay. MGM yes. metro golden Mayer, <laughs> mm-hmm. one of the biggest producers of all time mm-hmm. because she was so beautiful of course he was enchanted by her but he was hesitant because of her reputation from ecstasy Eventually, she wore him down, and he hired her as MGM's newest contract player. For anyone who doesn't know, back in the day, studios would have star signed contracts, and they, like, let's say, you are five years, you're working for MGM, so they weren't really allowed to work for other production companies.
1: Yeah, wow, thank God they do. Don't do that anymore. I know.
0: So you're like tied in and you have, basically they said, hey, you're going
1: to do this movie. You know, you're you're a monkey for five years. Right. We control your life.
0: Yep, exactly. Especially as a woman. But Mm. anyway, she was pretty amazing because he, so he signed her for, I think like a seven year contract, but he was so impressed by her brilliance and vibrancy that he, the contract originally was for $125 a week she had him bump it up to 500 dollars a week which in Ugh. today's money that's like half a million dollars a year oh my Can gosh you, 125 a week to 500 clearly be, like had amazing. him in the in yeah. her pocket basically yeah and they took a boat to new york and when they landed there was dozens of paparazzi excited to see the new mgm star and she hadn't even started yet
1: mm-hmm.
0: or <sighs> are you obsessing wow the I best know. kind of pr <laughs> yeah <laughs> So then they go to L.A. She doesn't know English still, really. So she's just watching movies all day, every day. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know anyone. She's lonely because she doesn't know English that well, and her accent is so strong. Louis B. Mayer isn't hiring; hasn't put her in a movie yet. So she's kind of getting stressed that the contract is going to end. Mm-hmm. Finally, at a dinner party, she meets Charles Boyer, a French actor yes. who is obsessed with her. Okay. And he basically goes to this director and he's like, hey, we found our leading girl for this movie that we're filming called Algiers, which I've never seen.
1: I've never seen that either. Have you ever seen anything with Hedy Lamar?
0: I don't think I have.
1: Maybe like. I've just Alara. seen the, that image of her yeah. with the white gown and she's yes. wearing, I'm sorry if this is going forward and you're, you all discuss this, but she's wearing that star tiara head. Yeah unbelievable thing you yeah. have to put that on instagram yes we'll put it up yeah it's stunning that's the extent of yeah the movies that i've seen of her <laughs> yeah i, I which don't is think none. just a screenshot
0: yeah i don't think i've seen anything which is bad that she's my topic today but now going forward <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to
1: watch yes.
0: one if not more of her films.
1: and she had those 30s Eyebrows that are like pencil yes. thin,
0: yes, black and curved, yeah, yeah,
1: it's
0: beautiful. Like just and despite that, <laughs> still insanely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so, as I said, she starred with him in Algiers, and Algiers was kind of a film noir, if I'm not mistaken, and that paved the way for Casablanca, mm-hmm. pretty much. So, thank you,
1: thank you. And
0: at this point, now. Every girl wants to look like Hattie Lamar, and every guy wants to date Hattie Lamar. And so Raven hair dye can't be found. It is flying off the shelves. Everyone wants to have her hair wavy, dark, parted down the middle. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. After Algiers, for whatever reason, Louis B. Mayer is so picky about what he wants to put her in. Like Judy Garland, they're putting her on uppers and downers. Just to Mm. keep her, you know, controlling her Uh, mood, controlling mm -hmm. everything. They are even injecting her with what they called vitamin shots. It's fucking methamphetamine.
1: No! Crazy. (sighs) So she later will
0: develop an addiction to this. So, fun aside away from that (laughs) is around this time, John F. Kennedy, long before he was president, asked her out. You know, everyone. I'm okay. sure is asking. That. Yeah, yeah. And he said, "I'm gonna pick you up for our date. What can I bring you?" Which is fun. Hello, why doesn't anyone do that yeah. anymore? What can I bring you? And okay. she said, "Oranges, because she was low on vitamin C." <laughs> 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 okay, John F. Kennedy is gonna bring her some oranges. You oranges. You, so, she couldn't be bothered yeah. to go pick them herself, get them at the store herself. <laughs> like,
1: Oh, my God. Make him
0: bring those, which I, just I love that. too good. Yeah. I love really that. Really funny. She said that in an interview that I watched. And she was, even as an older woman, was so vibrant and funny. I was like, mm-hmm. God, she must have been just mm-hmm. everything you imagine, like an old Hollywood woman to be.
1: Yeah, giving you a zinger. Yeah. And that's,
0: I'm sure everyone was obsessed who knew mm-hmm. her, too. So in the decades that kind of followed, she starred in a few films, married six times in her life, adopted children, had children. But when her relationships got bad, she just gave zero fucks and like left. Clearly she had six Mm -hmm. husbands. She was like, I'm not dealing with your shit. Good for her. Yeah. And I think a lot of men gave her shit and just like weren't good to her. Clearly starting with her first husband. Yeah. But so here's a change of pace into her invention era. So oh. in real life she was not out clubbing, she was not at dinner parties. Um, she spent all of her free time sketching inventions and thinking about inventions. It's like a very special kind of person Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a funny line, a quote from her that says Any girl can look glamorous. All she has to do is stand still and look stupid. So, like, <gasps> clearly oh. she saw through everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's too smart, too brilliant.
0: Yeah. So, she happened to go to one dinner party and she met a journalist named George Antal, who was also really interested in, in inventions, weirdly. And so, they decided to become co inventors together. And I won't, will not bore you with this stuff because it also kind of made my eyes glaze over. You know, obviously, they're two brilliant people, and this is not yes. my playing field. Um, sure. They wanted to, because now World War II is on the horizon. I think this was, like, 1942, pre-Pearl Harbor. And they were like, something's going to happen eventually. We're going to be in war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to help out. So they wanted to create some sort of, like, remote control torpedo, because she learned from decades before—not decades, it's kind of dramatic— But with her first husband, you know, over listening at all these dinner parties of all Mm -hmm. these fucking armaments men, that there were problems with their weapons. Okay. She kind of absorbed that knowledge and was like, we can make this better. And they kind of like created this radio control frequency system. (laughs) What are those words? (laughs) I couldn't tell you. (laughs) They made this thing that couldn't be jammed by the enemy, basically. And they had it patented and said, like, hey, U.S. Navy, take this. Mm -hmm. Kind of became, went to a standstill after that. So she goes back to Hollywood, like, pissed that she didn't really make it as an inventor because I think people just saw her as a pretty face as an actor and they didn't really take her seriously. Which I think was the worst thing in her life. Yeah. She would probably say that. That was my, I don't know how to say it.
1: Achilles heel or something. Like yeah. her beauty was her Achilles heel and she didn't want to be known for that. She wanted to be known for her brain.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so she heads back to Hollywood, mm-hmm. tries to make it again, keeps losing roles to Ingrid Bergman. Who I almost wanted to talk about today, but then I went with Eddie because I love Ingrid.
1: So maybe another time. Another (laughs) another time. There's lots of time. Whatever.
0: (laughs) She went for For Whom the Bell Tolls, Casablanca, and Gaslight, and lost all of them to Ingrid Bergman. Oh!
1: Yeah. Oh, Casablanca would hurt. Casablanca would really hurt. But could you imagine anyone else except Ingrid, though? No. No. And I wouldn't want it. And her white oh. outfits. I know. I know, so Hedy. Cool. We love you for different reasons. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she started selling war bonds, which are like loans from the government that, whatever, it's boring. And she ended up, <laughs> you know, like. What is a war this, bond? This is. I don't know. Google it because. Okay. I It's not (laughs) anyway. She started raising money for the war effort, essentially. Okay. He made what would now be three hundred and forty-five million dollars. Fuck fascism. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck it. Here's (laughs) millions of dollars that I helped people raise. Yeah. You know, because that's all she could do, basically. Because they didn't do anything with her patent, Mm -hmm. with their patent, I should say, her and George. Mm -hmm. And so by now, her seven-year contract with MGM's over. She's a little bit older. There's tons of other pretty young girls in Hollywood. And MGM does not renew her contract. Okay. So she's like, fuck it. I'm going to create my own production company instead. (sighs) It's like, what women were doing that? But unfortunately, it falls through. And Mm -hmm. she loses a ton of money. It wasn't successful. Like, she spent Mm -hmm. a ton of money making this crazy expensive film. And then it, it was shelved. Okay. Sadly... She falls off the map of Hollywood and in 1961, you know, what is she, 50 ish? She is arrested for stealing from a department store in Los Angeles. And in oh my, my notes, gosh. I have. You
1: Winona Ryder, writer, anyone?
0: <laughs> yes. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Winona, we love you and we don't want to bring we this love up. you We love you. But, yes, I was like, this is a total weird Winona Ryder moment. Yeah. And she had tons of money in her purse. Yeah, it
1: has to be a control thing or, like, a thrill thing.
0: Yes. That wasn't the first time it happened either. It, like, happened several more times in her later years. And she was losing money. Oh, my God. She, like, eventually was living off of government assistance. Wow. And after – okay, kind of a flashback. After the war Mm -hmm. had ended, like I said, she and George – didn't hear anything about their patent from the government and no one told them that what they had developed started being Mm. used for other things and that is how what they made contributed to wi-fi gps cell phones everything and the crazy thing is though they never got a cent. they never got recognition
1: (gasps) wow even if you patent something, yeah. like a technology? You could sue for money after oh six years. Oh, my God. Your patent doesn't last in perpetuity? No, That's I think wild. It,
0: it did, but you okay. can't collect anything on it if someone uses it for something else.
1: Oh, okay. You have six
0: years to, to demand money or oh, sue for okay. money. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Yes. And they didn't know because it was used for top secret stuff. So sure, So they never yeah. got a cent. George passed away in, like, the 50s. Uh So here she is, has become like a joke because, you know, she got old, quote quote, unquote, ugly, as they say, you know, her beauty faded. She was stealing things. (laughs) And then finally, like in the 90s, Forbes decided to do an article on her and Mm. they interviewed her and they looked into this and they were like, holy shit, what she. Yeah, she was
1: instrumental. Yes, absolutely instrumental.
0: Finally, she got some verbal recognition in the 90s. And then in January 2000, she was found by her housekeeper. She had passed away in her sleep, in a full face of makeup, with her <sighs> will in bed with her. So we were like, like Coco. She yes. knew knew that she was that dying. was the night. Yeah. And here's That's the last. That's wild. One. The market value of their invention in 2017. It's money, okay, I'm ready. Is Thirty billion dollars. Thirty billion dollars. <sighs>
1: Thank you so much, Eddie.
0: And that is her crazy story of humble beginnings and beautiful Austria. And she said she gushed her whole life about Austria and Vienna Mm -hmm. and how that was just, if she could make a movie, it would be all in Vienna.
1: It would be the sound of music. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My heart, but really incredible Oh, my God.
0: Cat. That story. Oh, actually, uh-huh. sorry, another thing. Yeah. There is an Apple series um, in okay. pre-production about Hedy Lamar, starring Gal Gadot.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wow.
0: I think that's a good. Yes. That's a pretty good choice.
1: So yeah. So I looked at it. Yeah. Its tall. IMDb, and it's, dark hair. Uh,
0: there's no info on it. It just says her. Yeah. So who okay. knows? I mean, I'm sure. Well,
1: something to look forward to. Yeah, but really cool. That's and amazing! Then
0: I thought, wow, a lot more people will know her story now. Kat, thank you yeah. so much for sharing. Yes, of that course. was so fun. It was really fun. I loved to that research. So I re- highly recommend the movie that I watched and I, where I learned most of this stuff. It's called okay. Bombshell: The Hedy Lamarr Story. Okay, um, came out in
1: 2017.
0: Directed. I'm definitely by, gonna watch that. Yeah, I got it just on. YouTube. Is it on Prime? Oh, I got Unprime. It it's not. Yeah, it's like
1: I, three books, or something. Yeah, I saw the directed
0: by Alexandra cover for it. Something, mm-hmm. yep. really beautiful photo. And now let's transition into okay. what you have for me today.
1: <laughs> okay, so my little topic doesn't pertain to one country in particular. But just a kind of fun fact about this. And it is the fact that the tomato is not indigenous to Europe.
0: Really? Yeah. Whoa. I think Mediterranean. I would imagine Yeah,
1: exactly. That. I found an article written by Jerry Finzi. So he researched all of this. Thank you, Jerry. Um, I'm just Bless you, Jerry. telling you guys about it. And <laughs> Christopher Columbus.
0: Mm-hmm. Know yeah. him,
1: hate him. He and his men basically took the tomato from the people of the Andes who cultivated it, Ooh. and yeah, <sighs> and brought it to Europe. Oh fuck. So in the Nahuatl language. The language used by the Aztecs—it's called the tomato. So, which the Spanish took and named "tomate" and then "tomato," mm-hmm. as we know today.
0: Wow, that's tomato cool. tomato.
1: <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. Whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, essentially, those colonized and appropriated and wow. brought to Europe. So basically. The ancient Romans didn't have fuck-all to do with eating tomatoes. They didn't eat tomatoes. Yeah, and you'd think. Yes.
0: That's that's so Italian.
1: Yeah, a caprese salad, a margarita pizza that Mm -hmm. did not exist. So basically, Europe can thank Christopher Columbus and all of these colonizers for appropriating and taking the tomato from Central and South America and yeah and it thrived there because of the condition the temperate yeah. conditions of the yeah. mediterranean climate so basically it's a nightshade and so people were suspect of eating it because a lot of nightshades can be poisonous to humans but well, because uh, there is a similar varietal of tomato that is poisonous and so they were scared to eat it and so basically Wow. discovered so, it wasn't poisonous and delicious. Uh, August tomatoes are, in fact, the most August. delicious of all year. I only want to eat know. tomatoes you in know.
0: August and a little bit of September because yeah. I'm not over it Very yet. beginning.
1: Every other month, so they're not worth it. I love that the colors of the Italian flag are the pomodoro, mm-hmm. the blood, the green of the land, the basil, and wow. the white is the mozzarella. Delicious. Europe can think... Central and South America, for mm-hmm. the contribution of their culture. That's
0: really cool. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's a good find. <laughs> a really great find. Yeah.
1: Just a fun little fact. And also, yeah. a tomato is not a vegetable. It is a fruit.
0: Lest you forget it,
1: people, folks. <laughs> That's all I got
0: <laughs> great. for the tomato. <laughs> um, shall we move on to our weekly
1: recommendations? What do you yes. got this week? <laughs> So I kind of said my recommendation already for Enola Holmes. I was too excited. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> but I think this week has been kind of a British – I'm going to say another British show I've been watching. Right. And it's just such a comfort watch is the great British bake show. I think that's what they call it now, not bake off oh. anymore. It's just so cute. And, mm-hmm. you know, – I've Fall never makes, seen it. What? Cat. I know. I love food. for an Anglophile like you. Yes, you'll I love know. it. And I should do it. Just the Britishisms are too good to miss. Oh, too cute. Soggy bottoms, <laughs> um, wobbly bits. Wobbly
0: bits. Oh, just I Just adorable. There's a dish. I saw some Vogue thing with mm-hmm. um, Florence Pugh. Is that oh yes, name? yeah, yeah. Best voice, mm-hmm. cutest girl from
1: Little Women.
0: Yes, yeah. And, and Midsummer. She was eating British foods, and there was a dish called Bubble and Squeak. I
1: was like, and I had to Google it because
0: she she didn't say what she didn't say what what it it was. She's like, oh, it's Bubble and Squeak, and I was like, what what is that? And it's cabbage, a stewed cabbage, basically, and it's called that because that's the sound of the bubbling uh, and the (laughs) cabbage of like the bubbling pan, and the cabbage weirdly makes a squeaking sound, so it's called Bubble and Squeak.
1: (laughs) That's kind of cute.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I thought, oh, that's kind of a fun wintry sounding yeah. dish. I should try that. Yeah,
1: but so that's really it. And you would love it. And I'm shocked and appalled, really, that you haven't seen it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just You're not feel not the first good. To tell me. Mm-hmm. It's just a feel good show. Right. Cat, what about you? Yes. Okay.
0: So, I like I said, I got my information. A lot of my information for Hedy from that documentary. I also got it from one of my favorite podcasts that I know you to enjoy
1: mm-hmm. called
0: You Must Remember This, mm-hmm. hosted by Karina Longworth, who is just That's brilliant me. yes, and <laughs> just the best and so uh-huh. smart. So I am just saying people could that on that podcast on your radar if you want to hear more about Old Hollywood mm-hmm. and plenty of the other characters. And She's stories. such a brilliant
1: researcher.
0: So good. and she makes you nostalgic for that time it just seems Mm -hmm. so magical and cool and fun and when you are listening you can
1: picture it and i like that she doesn't glaze over the bad parts too yeah true about famous people Mm -hmm. so oh yeah great job great Great recommendation thank you love that podcast
0: yeah so we would like to end things with our word of the day, per usual. Mm-hmm. And Kate, you prepared a word of the day. So please I share did.
1: with me. <laughs> so since the seasons are changing mm-hmm. and we're feeling a little chill in the air, maybe not in California <laughs> or Southern California, <laughs> but we definitely feel a shift here into fall and obviously to mm-hmm. winter. And with that shift, you want to get cozy. So my word is hygge. <laughs> Hooga.
0: And it is
1: a Danish word. It's sort of this concept of coziness. It doesn't necessarily mean cozy per se, but it's mm-hmm. really this concept that encompasses all things cozy and self-care. Yes. And especially, you know, during these long months of winter and you know in scandinavia there's barely any light right so it's just all like lighting candles baking Mm -hmm. going outside when you can (laughs) fires hot cocoa cozy movies on the couch knitting delicious all of it the cutest concept of self-care so great word
0: Mm -hmm. really great word i'm ready for some i mean i'm don't want summer to be over yet But I'm ready for this year to over Vibes. (laughs) Um, Well, thanks for that. Great word. And I guess that's all that we have for you all today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you
1: so much. Dankeschön? (gasps) Dankeschön. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the extent
0: of German that I
1: know. But again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, gosh. You were so good. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like living in Wisconsin, like, That's true. Kat and I are both from Wisconsin, and obviously there's this, like, major German-Austrian mm-hmm. influence there, and I feel like there's stuff like yes. that around. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much, everyone, and thank stay you. tuned for our next episode. Auf Wiedersehen. to
1: <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>